a little bit of foreshadowing. The lipstick, I'm just gonna tantalize, titalize, what, you know. <laughs> titalize, is titalize a word? We learned that at Mizzou. No, <laughs> titalize is not a word. Titalize now, isn't a word? No, titalize? Could be. No, <laughs> you're combining titillate and tantalize into t- <laughs> You're welcome, Urban Dictionary. In 1993, Brooke McEldowney began publishing his newspaper comic, Nine Chickweed Lane. Nearly 30 years later, he's still writing it. Still. And we're still reading it. What is wrong with us? I, I don't know. I'm Brooke Dillman. And I'm Jeff Drake. And this is a podcast about our obsession. This is Nine Chickweed Rage. Why did I build that Rage. Okay, so last episode we ended on a cliffhanger, Brooke. Mm-hmm. You you set you set me up. You set me up for a cliffhanger. You sure knew did. there were more to come, that this was not we were not completing our our story arc, that what we're looking at is like a Wagnerian opera. <laughs> not uh, unlike. Not unlike, only no music, but coming. Coming from a musical perspective, because that's that's what Brooke McEldoney does. He, that's another one of his things. Yeah, like, yeah. He knows music. Oh, he's so smart, Brooke. Oh, he's he's so just... smart. Yeah, that's probably why we don't like this comic strip is because we're just not smart enough. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Old dummy. And... I went to a state school. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah. And you went to the dumber of the two state schools. That's right. You went to the smarter of the state right, schools. Right. Yes, it, yeah. Yeah. Neighboring states. Mm-hmm. And Brooke chose to go to the dumb one. I went to the dumb one. I uh, had a to lot shine. of fun. But to shine just... so that you would shine more brightly. <laughs> I will say our mascots, though, we're, we uh, oh, are I the tigers. Say. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you are the fictitious Jayhawks. So Jayhawks a tiger were... would maul a Jayhawk. I don't know. Did Jayhawks they? are named after famous Civil War freedom fighters or slash terrorists. It, I mean, people from Missouri would have called them terrorists because you went to MU, I went to KU. Right. And people in Missouri were on really on the uh, Kansas was called a free state and Missouri, <laughs> not so much. Not so much. Yeah, I, I yes, I would I so. would think, yeah. So welcome to our podcast about slavery, guys. Yeah, we're yeah. Now we're talking about slavery. I mean, this is ha ah, ha. Oh, so what funny. A funny topic. So funny. If you were hoping for a podcast where two middle-aged white people talked about slavery, this is not your podcast. We're talking about Night Chickweed <laughs> Lane. Okay, Brooke, stay on topic. You're the one who brought you up. No, don't the, point fingers. How stupid when you're pointing I am. The finger. It's you're pointing three fingers back at yourself. <laughs> oh, so yeah. Don't burn. make, don't assume you'll make an ass out of you and me. Oh, <laughs> uh, if I could spell, that would probably land with me. I right now, so. okay. Because you went both, to a state school. Both of us. <laughs> what I'm saying is, we're both not smart. Neither of us is very smart. We don't claim to be. No, I and, never claim to be smart. And maybe that's why we don't think this comic is funny, right? Oh, that, that must be it. That must be it. So we we ended 
on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And the story resumes, you're telling me. Oh, I have- this is, I mean, this is not the last podcast about this storyline. Just to, you know, just to give the, the, the listeners, a, a, you know, some, uh, something to look forward to in these dark times. I mean, there's more coming. There's more coming. Brooke. Yes. Remind our listeners who we're talking about this week in, in these particular strips from Nine Chickweed Lane. It's the same characters. As last week, Esme, the uh, highway patrol woman. Sure. And Thorax, the mysterious older farmer. Is that how he's? I'll have to look it up again. I don't remember. Um, and he, he, he brought her a rose and he's coming on to her in uniform and out of nowhere. And she's just, uh, she's not that bummed about it. I mean, you know, like it's, it's, and I mean, this, and this was written in 2020. I mean, this, it was drawn when oh, true. It, he should be aware of like, that doesn't happen anymore. Yes. Uh, it's me, hashtag me too, you know. Yes, me, hashtag me too. Is that what I said? <laughs> me, hashtag me too. Well, me go to Mizzou. Me go to, me state school goer. <laughs> to remind, to remind everyone and mostly me and Brooke who have, who keep going back to this character description and then not remembering exactly not remembering it. Not remembering exactly the phrasing. Thorax is brilliant and odd beyond all description. He cannot be described by any means. Even though we described him. Yes. In the last he's episode. a large, amiable, elderly farmer. He does not appear to be quite human. Brooke. Jeff. Let's kick this one off. Let's get going. Yes, let's get back. Uh, let's get back to Esme and Thorax. Right. But you reminded me of something earlier by talking about he's like super elderly because she looks. And in this first panel of today's, she looks really young. She looks. Oh, she I'm looks gonna, even younger. Even younger now because she doesn't have her out her uniform on. Okay, let's let's back up a little bit. Yeah. Last episode we talked about Esme. She was in her full full trooper uniform, including the hat, and she had sunglasses on where we could not see her eyes, even though he then complimented her eyes. And we kind of decided 34, right? That's what we decided. Somewhere yeah, well, that- we were like 34. You said maybe 40, but I was like, it's topping out at 40 at the yes. most. But now that we are seeing her in today. 34 at the most. At the most. At the I most. Mean, oh, my God. Okay. So it's let's let's just so dive gross. into that. Once okay. again, I this is the first time I am seeing these. Brooke sends these to me and I wait until we start recording. And then I look at them and the fir- it's two panels of equal size. In the first panel, we have Esme on the left and Thorax on the right. He's wearing his blue overalls and his uh, white collared shirt underneath it. She is wearing, um, hard to guess, it's probably a sweater then with a shirt underneath it because she has a yellow collar and Mm -hmm. a fuchsia, Mm -hmm. I would call it, I guess. It looks a little bit like a tab can, which is how I've always (laughs) known what color fuchsia was. God, I miss tab. They discontinued it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Damn you, pandemic. But you got your Diet Coke, though. Oh, the D-Coke, yeah. You can't. I'm set. Brooke, we're moving on. (laughs) 
We're 30 minutes into this podcast. 30 minutes in. And we have not spoken about one. Not said one word about the new thing. But I want to point out. Please. Jeff. Also, in addition to her being in street clothes, her hair is now down. Oh, it is. You know, it's like the the nerdy girl took her hair down and is sexy. So that she. I'm sorry, I interrupted, please. No, no. And then also, I want to point out lipstick she is wearing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. And a little bit of foreshadowing the lipstick. I'm just going to tantalize, titillize, what, you know. (laughs) Titillize. Is titillize a word? We learned that at Mizzou. No. (laughs) Titillize is not a word. Titillize isn't a word? No. Titillize? Could be. No. (laughs) You're thinking of titillate. Yes, I am. Okay. Titillize. Which is a word. is, Is not a word. No, but titillate is a word. You're combining titillate and tantalize into... (laughs) You're welcome, Urban Dictionary. I think it means uh, adding adding boobs to something is to titillize. Something that does not normally have boobs, like a cactus. Or a comic strip in the paper, you know, like, oh, I mean, people have segue. boobs because you have boobs, right? But you don't focus on them in a comic strip. You are not, I don't think you're going to survive this one. When we get to the last panel of the last one. Okay, let's get into it. Okay, so, so as I said, Esme is on the left. Mm. Thorax is on the right. Esme speaks first. Thorax. I suspect you are quite out of touch with reality as well as the concept of weight loss. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Okay, okay, hold on, okay. Let's just move on. No, let's let's complete this panel, then we'll come back and talk about these issues. Okay. Okay, this may come as a surprise, Sergeant Meadow. But this is not the first time I've heard those observations. Fortunately, I like my men big and crazy. That is the first time I've heard such a confession. Now we move to the final panel where (laughs) Esme has crossed over to him and has him by the, well, they'd be called, they're not called suspenders on the- Like the overall straps. Yeah, the overall straps. She's got him and her face is right up by his and her lids are half down. Now she's, this is sexy stuff, people. And, yeah. and the lipstick mouth is yeah, wide open. Wide open. Wide open. To and come she, in for a landing. She, and she says, Then hang on to your horses. Okay. So, oh so to recap what we covered last episode, he met her, punched a rose into her face complimented her eyes which he could in no way see because they were behind dark glasses and then spent the rest then spent like three consecutive days of comics typing a, a fake advice column as far as we know right now fake advice where he's simply asking advice and answering his own advice on an old-fashioned typewriter and then uh which is where he admitted that um, he was intoxicated with the new car smell of her khakis, which we will not relitigate here. God, it is disgusting. Again, we're not prudes. This isn't about Again, us no, being no. prudish. This is not. No, this we is. We just, just had a whole conversation about titillizing. Right. Exactly. We said tit like how many times? A, I'll say tit 
you how you want how many you, you want to go? How many times? <laughs> I think we've said it plenty. Okay. For our purposes, we're obviously pro tit. Obviously. So it's not that, right? And so where we left him was a deep sigh as he was lovelorn, and now. He's come to see her. She's in normal clothes. We don't know the context of this because in the background, it's panel one is just kind of a, a beige background. And then panel yeah, it looks two like tie dye in the background. Yeah, it's like yeah. That. And then uh, like panel pulled- two is like fuchsia almost to match her shirt. OK, right. But so- also, let's remind everyone. This is her response to being sexually harassed on the job. Right. She comes out of the gate with you're not in touch with reality and you're fat and you're fat. Just a big old fat joke. Guess what? That's not a zinger against him. That's how she likes her men. Big and crazy. She doesn't say anything about elderly, about this man who is. If she is 34 at the most in this current drawing at the most at the most. He is twice her age. Easy. I'm going to say three times. (laughs) I am. He's so he's a hundred. I he looks a hundred. Look at his jaw. It looks like he has no teeth. Yeah. Okay. It's like his teeth have inverted. You know, he doesn't. Let's compromise at two and a half times. Okay. Okay. So that was this is I forgot to mention. This is August 8th. 2020 send yourself back to summer of 2020 and imagine this being an appropriate escape from uh from getting things delivered to your house and putting them in the garage for three or four days just to make sure they didn't bring covid into your house okay so that's where we were mentally and this is our escape and then there was Oh, did we just August 9th must have been a Sunday, right? Is what yes, we August 9th so was August Sunday. 10th is the next. Oh, Brooke. What? What? Okay, I gotta pull it up. Okay. It up. Again, I am I have not seen any of these until this very moment. And um look, I have a problem with the way this comic is drawn. I feel like it has no sense of physics or reality people are always in weird positions and then in the next panel immediately in a different position that that couldn't possibly be achieved in a short amount of time so anyway once again we're two panels Mm -hmm. uh the oh god no yep i knew no and this isn't the worst this isn't the worst okay i'm going to describe (sighs) this scene and then we're going to i am Mm -hmm. I am pleased that I do not have to read the first line. So anyway, we are over Thorax's back and we see that she has her hands. Now, the way her her fingers are on his neck. Mm -hmm. So in actuality, he's got kind of a thick neck because as she told us before, he's fat. He's fat. He's fat. She loves a good fat man. Um, so she's called him fat, and he he is he is a larger man, and he has a he has a he has a large neck, and this looks like her fingers are on the back of his neck. It uh-huh. appears that she is choking him to me. Her hands are around yeah. his neck. 
Like, okay. but she's, we see her feet kicked up. We just see her face. Um, in this one, she looks entirely different to me than we've seen her before. It could be a different person. Her her hair also seems flatter and not and as fancy. Flatter and like she has bangs or something. Yeah. So anyway, we see her feet kicked up. So she is, but they're kind of far behind her. So she's literally looks like the letter C. Yeah, she's like, well, or the letter U. U. I'm sorry. Yeah. U. <laughs> well, I went to state school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know my dude. letters. Her legs, are, but her legs are up. So she's in like a U shape. So it's like she's thrown herself at him now. Now she's ch- yeah. <laughs> trying to trying to choke the life out of him. And she's somehow, I'm I'm trying to do it in my closet yeah. as I'm talking no, about I'm, it. See, I don't I'm think you can. I don't think you can. You. She's got her I feet mean, up. only Cirque du Soleil people can do that. I don't know how she's supporting herself. In the final panel, now her arms are finally, around, her arm is finally around his head around his neck so now she can support herself we don't see her feet up again but i don't know how she went from choking him to then throwing her arm around him either so here is what happens when she puts her hands up to choke and it inverts herself into a you when she i guess leaps at him and grabs him by the neck to murder him okay go i love a man with a rock hard bulging sidearm in the interest of total Accurate disclosure, I possess no sidearm. And then she goes, now you're talking my language. Only the nouns. I have yet to get around to the verbs. And now he's holding up his hand like just a minute. She, His other arm is down. She's throwing herself at him. She's got her arms around his head. Her nose is right up against his nose. Her lips are basically right up against his mouth. Right. So how are they even talking? How are they talking? But now we can see that what she's wearing is a dress because it's belted with the same yellow. So it must be a fuchsia dress with a yellow collar and a yellow belt. That is what she's wearing. Probably fashionable in Brooke McEldowney's universe. So anyway, okay, let's break this one down because I have some thoughts. (laughs) Oh my God. She says, I love a man with a rock hard, bulging, sidearm okay so she's basically she's saying i love a man with a dick <laughs> yeah okay a bulging side. and then he says i don't have one <laughs> and then she says now you're talking my language which doesn't make any sense no because she says i love it even if you take out the gross sexual stuff i love a man with a sidearm i don't have one now you're talking my language don't get it. i what what is she Makes no sense. Also, then his reply, only the nouns I've yet to get around to the verbs, doesn't make sense either. He used nouns and verbs. And verbs. He used nouns and verbs. And articles and and adjectives. And so I don't know what that means. But in essence, what happened is she leapt at him to try to murder him, got her hands around his neck and said, I love a man with a dick. He said, uh-huh. I don't have one. Then she relaxed, decided not to kill him. And now is just, and then says, now you're talking my language. Okay. This makes zero sense. This makes zero sense. Like even in the, like, if we were to be a fan of the playful sexual banter, it doesn't make sense. I love a man with a rock hard bulging sidearm. Like, like I, then he would say that he had one, right? Right. 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 
you really just opened my eyes about these because I was, I, I, he's so gross. I can't even, I can't even think up the grossness, but it is, he is talking about a dick. There's, you don't say, you don't, you don't describe anything else as rock hard and bulging. There's nothing else. There's nothing else you would ever say like, uh, anybody want some of this rock hard bulging steak? Uh, or I'll, or you just want me to wrap it up and we'll have it for, uh, leftovers. Like you don't (laughs) use like, Oh, do you see the rock hard bulging car that the neighbors got? Like there's yeah. Right. Yeah. But, Oh, that this rock pimp- hard bulging TV show we watched oh, the other night. This pimple on my face is rock hard and bulging. <laughs> like there is no, there's only one thing you ever call rock hard and bulging. And he said he didn't have one. But there are fans ostensibly of this comic strip. And this is, this is what they want from him. That's, we have to assume that, right? Well, it's for 30 years, he's been doing the same yeah. thing. I mean, it's like, I mean, these are just random dates i've gone to yeah. and and found it so yes it's it's all he does okay okay so let's move on to august 11th and they love it for some reason who i mean how many oh, let's move on to august 11th because okay things are heating up brooke oh, and god, you know it because you sent these to me i know i don't know oh god I can't okay are you out okay anything. this is there are three panels in this one um we're still in the same clinch uh esme has her arms around thoraxes we're close up though we basically just see their faces and her face is just right next to his her eyes are closed we can't see his eyes we never can he he has just um as i postulated last episode uh it's so we can draw googly eyes in which i recommend because it really does it really amplifies the comedy but Uh, in the second panel you see him from the side and it doesn't even look like he has eyes at all no exactly stylistic choice i guess like we don't like the style say in the same way that everybody eventually has kind of like a fish face which she definitely does in the second panel. We'll get to the third panel. We're going to cover the first two and then we'll describe what happens in the punchline panel. Okay, so Esme is just right up in Thorax's business and she says, I guess you know what I'm about to do. I know where you're taxiing, a curious word with double eyes. Rarely, (gasps) and then we go to the second panel Rarely found in dot, dot, Don't dot, bore dot, me with dot. Hold on. I oh. wasn't done with the dots. Did you do the pre-dots? There are three. That's a normal thing to do. I know where you're taxiing. Three periods. Very normal. A curious word with double eyes. Three periods. Next panel. Three periods. Rarely found in. Now it's five. <sighs> this isn't the first time. I mean. No, no, it isn't. And he'll do it over and over and over again. This I is suspect. only our second episode and it's happened in. Oh, yeah, so. yeah. Rarely found in dot, 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 dot. And she says, don't bore me with airport metaphor. Then all I can say is you're cleared for dot, dot, dot. And then we go to the final panel. Now we're shooting. We see them both from the waist down. She is suspended off the ground, I guess, because she's got her <laughs> yeah. arms around his neck. His neck, right? She's suspended. So it, she's suspended off the ground because she has her arms around his neck. Obviously, his hands are just down at his side. He's so he's his body posture is. I do not welcome this. 
than that's true. I did. Yeah, that's a good. That's like a great observation. He's not. He's not. So she's not getting the message that this is unwelcome because he's like, uh, like what? My hands are at my side. I don't have anything to do with this. And then somebody says dot 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 m m f k h f f dot dot dot. So that's yeah, because I, I guess they're making out now. Yeah. So someone is going. Well, I want to. I want to go back to the second panel where. What is happening in the second panel? What is happening with her face? Her face seems entirely disjointed. Well, you her know what it looks like, and this is <laughs> you do. You know what I'm going to say. I. Tell me. It, it's like she's giving him a blowjob on his mouth. It It is like it's like she a, has, it's the exact shape. of. She has been transformed into a blow up sex doll. Yep. But yeah, we see her open mouth with the red lipstick. We see her tongue. Fun for us to be going on this journey. It's. I mean, it's. God damn it. Okay, so, all right. Okay. So, so in the previous strip, it was rock hard bullet. I was talking about sidearms. I'm talking about guns. I don't have one. You're now you're talking my language and and now she's warning him like I get, like here I'm coming in for a kiss and now he goes on to because because he defies all description, he begins he's Taxiing, I know where you're taxiing, a curious word with double eyes. Now he's just like, he's rambling. Well, but again, it's, I think it's the thing of like, I'm a great speller. Brooke McEldowney is like, I'm a great speller. And this is weird. Taxiing is one of those weird ones that, but it's correct. It's correct. Have, have you ever noticed that yeah, the right. word taxiing has two eyes? What's up with that? Yeah, right. And you know, but his fans, I put that in quotes. Is this too. on? No one's laughing at that joke. <laughs> taxing. Hello. Taxing has two eyes. Oh my. God. Okay, our next comic. Um oh God. Don't bore me with airport metaphor, she says. Then okay, so then all I can say is you're cleared for. Yeah. And then okay, so then take So then he does bore her with airport metaphor. Yeah, he does. He continues it. He continues. And, okay. So that's August 11th. We're moving on. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Lord. I don't know good what, Lord. where am I? Okay. 12th. This one's simple. This one is simple. Okay. Hold on. This, this is one 12th. is simple. There, okay. there are four panels. There is no dialogue. We're not, mm -hmm. we don't have to suffer through any of that. And it is first, it's um, from the side. We see his leg. We're just seeing from uh, below, like thigh down. Her legs and her toes are pointed. They're off the ground like a dancer. Uh -huh. You know, oh, he's damn. fascinated with dancers also. Oh, yes. um, one of his, one of the characters in this is a ballerina, but she's also a concert pianist and a martial artist and something else. A model, a model, right. A model. She's all four of those things. Fuck you, Brooke McEldowney. <laughs> okay. Second God. panel is we're, we're coming around a little bit. So the camera is like panning. Imagine we're panning from his left side around to the front. 
and then by the fourth panel we're kind of on on the on his on his right side yeah so they're trying to do that sweeping thing in movies yeah. where the, when the when two people embrace each other and it spins around right and so then in the next one um her leg like one of her legs is up and and then in the third one then her her ankles are crossed and then in the last one oh she's kicked off one of her shoes Ooh. okay so they're fully making out so very quickly, this has gone from, I don't know your first name. Here's a flower. You're at work. I'm lovelorn at you. I, I'm at you. <laughs> this is what I'm you lovelorn at you. I'm lovelorn at you. <laughs> it's what you say. That's a human thing to say. Me That's get lovelorn at you. <laughs> Help lovelorn me. So he's lovelorn <laughs> in her direction. Then... And uh, then and uh, deep sigh. And then we begin this with like, she is like dressed herself up, put some lipstick on uh, to make herself, you know, more attractive to her grandfather. And, uh, <laughs> oh my God. and then, and she's thrown herself at him. He's like, he's shown her like that. He doesn't understand what's going on. He's admitted he has no dick. And now they're kissing and it's a full day of just them kissing and the Brooke McEldowney nine chickweed lane fans are eating this up. They love, Oh my God, the romance they've long wanted to see the romance between a 30 year old woman and a 90 year old man. And so they're finally old. They're finally man, an eyeless Man, so they're finally seeing that. That was the twelfth. Now we're on to yeah. August thirteenth. August thirteenth. Brooke, ha- Brooke has given us this full Lucky journey. Lucky thirteen. Today. <laughs> <laughs> this is four panels, okay. And uh-huh. in the first one, she's pulled away from kissing him, but he has hilariously one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven uh, kiss imprints, like comic like lip yeah, imprint yeah. lip well this is the payoff for we were like she has lipstick on yeah oh yeah here's yes. the so payoff now, here's the and, hilarious payoff and she says you could at least join in <laughs> so what the fuck has been happening for an entire strip she was like her legs are moving around she's oh, yeah kissing. yeah she's like throwing her legs around she's got her arms <laughs> around his neck she's kissing 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 and he's standing yeah. there like like a, a lummox and he yeah, says i mean he literally looks like he's had a stroke i mean his does. mouth is just he like hey, uh, yeah, so she's his, just been kissing a lifeless face she I is guess. yes she's been but what is she expecting he's 90 and That's she's right. full of life and he has he's long past his he's died years ago and he says oh um dot 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 now we cut to seeing their waists and now her legs are both up again although if you think about it think Makes about for sense. a moment brooke about yeah. her legs okay and where her knees would have to be to make this make sense. How long How her long legs would, would have to be, because we see her waist. And so then there's the buttocks area yeah, that literally her like, feet are kicking up to. But then there is like three feet of thigh bef- because we're seeing her legs kick up and it appears that she has very, very long legs. 
I mean, like a flamingo. Amazingly poor drawing style. Maybe they're maybe these aren't her legs. Anyway, that's all I can figure is these aren't her legs. We've added another. There's pair some. Of legs, there's another suddenly. person who's lying on their back and kicking their legs up at at her buttocks, who also happens <laughs> to have one one shoe on. And then in the third panel, because she has one shoe on in panel two, in panel three, it's just the the shoe has been kicked off. So her other shoe has been kicked off. It's just floating off into space. Final panel, her legs are still, finally. She says at least, you could at least join in. He says, oh, um, it's like he still doesn't know. She tries again, dislocates both her knees. Mm -hmm. And so her legs look weird. A shoe flies off because of the injury she's given herself. And then she's just (laughs) hanging on to him lifeless. Like, what have I done with my life? I just threw myself at this guy. He should be thrilled that a 30 year old lady wants to get with him, but he's just standing there. I feel like an idiot. She's just hanging. Once again, this is, I'm, this is all speculation because we're seeing from like thighs down. That's what you would imagine is going through her head. Right. Yeah. She's just hanging lifeless on him is what it looks like. But but wait, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know it's going to get worse. I know it's going to. No, no, it's, you will, I, I can't, there is no way to set up, I mean, you you could not guess if you sat and guessed for eighty nine minutes in a row, you would not guess what's happening. Did you pull it up? Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm, you pulled it up. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing me on. We're on a Zoom. I, we're on a Zoom, Brick, and he's just Brick like saw me staring with my hand over my mouth because. Um, okay, get ready for this, guys. Get ready for this. Four panels. The first one is from over his shoulder. She's still putting kisses on him. It's hard to imagine he's doing anything. The second one is we see them a little bit from the side. She looks angry, surprised at least. Her eyebrows are up. She's looking down and her mouth is kind of like, huh? But closed. He's got all covered with kisses. Third panel, she says, How did you do that? Do what? Um, five dot, dots, dot, dot, <laughs> dot, and then dot, three dot, more. Dot. Yeah, three more. So eight. Never mind. Never mind what? And now, okay. I'm literally. I okay. I'm, okay. I'm crying. I literally want to cry. It's so okay. upsetting to me. Okay. So we're seeing from the waist down. Um, his arms are at his side. His oh, hands God. are just. Um, just they're almost fists and we see her legs her shoes are on the on the ground by his feet and down around her ankles are her panties in his disinterest (laughs) he has um, taken her panties down around her ankles while she's been kissing him right uh, what appears to be in public It's so sick. I mean, I literally, I'm not well right now. It is so sickening and so upsetting. It's just gross that her her panties, I don't even, I hate the word panties. I hate the word panties. But you know, that's Brooke Malcolm-Downey uses that word. Well, because thorax is a real panty dropper. I mean, (laughs) oh God. This is, this is what's happening during the pandemic. When we need hope, 
We need hope. It's you early know, in the pandemic. Kids are we home need... from school, probably reading comics. Um, you know, like baseball season has been partially canceled. You know, people are wondering when are we ever? Is there ever going to be a cure? Yeah, will What's we happening? get a vaccine? Yeah. What you know? What's happening? And this is what we're greeted with in the newspaper. I mean, it it's is... just it is. I don't see how the newspapers didn't say, no, we can't print that. I mean, when you think of television shows and what they, you know, the standards and practices is like on them about, and this gets nothing in the paper. It's, this is why they, they just let it. Okay. So to recap, you're fat and disconnected with reality, but I like that. Hang on to your horses. She says, I like a man with a penis. I don't have one. Now you're talking <laughs> language. Um, oh, am I? I was only using nouns, even though I wasn't. Uh, and then she leaps at, then she warns him that she's going to kiss him. He uh, delays it by talking about airplanes. Yeah, this she, stupid uh, taxiing. She approaches, it, she approaches his mouth with her mouth open. So that's a threat also. Like I, maybe she doesn't know how to kiss either. Yeah. Uh, and then it's just them kissing and then uh, apparently them kissing, but then we find out he's not doing anything. He's not been doing a thing. He's, he's not been doing a thing. He's just jawed. standing there slack jawed. She's hanging on to him because he's just a big dead oaf. The only way this is wraps up funny to me is, if in the final one, she we see her kissing him, she looks down because the look on her face is like, oh, what just happened? And then in, then we see that her panties are at her ankles. Is that if that one was the third panel and then the fourth panel is like, I'm sorry, I just farted my panties off. <laughs> like that, that would be like, I, you'll have to pardon me. I just... Uh, I just shit myself. <laughs> and he would go, not to worry. That's my favorite. Yeah. Well, it looks like you have a bulging sidearm as well. We're, we're perfect for each other. Look, that doesn't make sense. But does this make sense? But yeah, just so that like, I, is that the part of his otherworldly that he he's so charismatic? He just magically her panties. He magic. He magicked her underwear to her ankles. Okay, so they're just. But where are they, Jeff? Where are they? I suspect they're in public. Yes, of course where else they would are. They be? Why aren't they? Because if they're they're not on a date, they just met on the street. And they and they would have. And I then, think and then gone she, to like she would have gone to his house or they would have shown the house like if he went to the door or she came to his door. But they, it's just like they meet in the middle of public. And then she um, pooped herself. I wish that's what it was, but that's not what happened. And there is I feel like because we know that he's otherworldly may not be human is what the description said. Right. Is that he that his arms have been at his side this whole time. And he like did it with his mind. Right. Remember, this is the same guy that, that was intoxicated with the aroma, the new car aroma of her khakis. Uh -huh. So previously 
I speculated, and it, uh, there's no way, no other way you can be intoxicated with the smell of someone's khakis unless you're nuzzling your face up into them. <laughs> is that unbeknownst to her, or maybe known to her, or beknownst to her, <laughs> Ben. He nuzzled his face up between her butt cheeks to get intoxicated by her new car aroma. Then, then like days pass and he's like, why didn't that work? Like, that's why he's typing to himself. Right. He's like, he's like, I did everything you're supposed to. I punched her in the face with a rose. rose. I complimented eyes. I couldn't see. Then I walked away. Yeah. I sexually harassed her at work. Right. Before I left though, I turned around while her back was turned and I stuck my face up between her butt cheeks so I could see if she had a new car aroma or not. She did good for me. And then uh, then days passed and nothing from her. So I'm lovelorn now. What do I do? And then he is surprised to see she comes up to him on the street and is like, here I come. Here I come. You know what I'm going to do? All and doll, all sex dolled all up. Sex, all sex dolled up. And then she makes out with him on the street and he does nothing in response. And she's like, uh, what the fuck, dude? And I feel like at that point he should have said, I warned you. I, you said you like a man with a penis and I told you I didn't, I have, didn't one. have one. That's why I'm not reacting because this can only go in limited directions. We are limited by my dicklessness. And, <laughs> but that doesn't stop her. She keeps kissing him and then um, off come her panties. This is so offensive. It's gross. <laughs> It's, it's not- gross. It's just gross. I mean, there's nothing. It's like there's nothing funny about it. Right. This is I think that's or more titillizing. The- <laughs> there's nothing titillizing. Why isn't this more titillizing? I think we're all asking ourselves. I mean, what, it's what is it? But it's just it's sick. You're hitting. But right. It's it's sick. But like more to the point, what what is going on with this comic? Who is this for? Who, Who is, is excited? For- Who is excited to see? a relationship between a 30 year old woman and a 90 year old man. And, and then she throws her, she throws herself at him and he's like, he's uninterested basically. And admits that he doesn't have a penis. I mean, like, what is, I don't understand. Like I can understand with other storylines between other characters. It's like, Oh, it's two characters that are both classical musicians and they're in love. And they, so they have these adventures. I get that even though I don't like, I don't get it. I don't get any of it. No, I mean, empirically, it makes sense. Okay. I see that character. Like those two characters get together. They fall in love. They have a child the way he handles it. Neither of us gets, neither of us likes, right? No, we don't like anything he does. That's why that's what's going on with us having a podcast about it. But like, what is this? Who is this for? Who's it for? Who enjoys this? Who is right? Right. Who is like, is there a 34 year old woman who's like, finally, something for me, something for can't wait. You know what I go back to? What's that? It's those gross nudists, you know, like the weird nudists. Those are the only people that would enjoy this. Find this. Right. 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 It's the yeah, it's it's the you know, it's the college professor. He overhears you talking about a party. Talks about how he loves parties. Yeah, that sounds fun. He said. Yeah. And so you say, oh, well. I mean, stop by if you want to, I guess. And then you don't really mean for him to come. And then he shows up early 
and he brings really cheap beer and then he drinks it puts it in your fridge and drinks your expensive beer right and then and gets drunk and like starts off by like loosening his ascot because of course he's wearing an ascot and then he unbuttons his shirt a little bit and then he says gross things and then he disappears for a while and you thought oh my god he's he did an irish goodbye thank god thank god he's gone we can all talk about him now and then somebody gasps somebody drops a drink shatter everybody turns (laughs) and there he is standing there like with his drink and his ascot still on, but nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else. And he's like, strip poker, anyone? <laughs> I, I'll admit, I've got a head start. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> That's what we're dealing with, with this comic strip every day. And that this, this should, Brooke, this, this that you've brought for us today should scare us away forever. forever. We should never go back to this. So this should probably be the last episode of our podcast. No, because this this isn't even the last of this series. We're just about to jump off into their relationship. And if this is what happens at the moment they start a relationship, just wait. Brooke, I don't want to do this podcast anymore. It's upsetting me. (laughs) You have to do it. We're in this together. We're yeah. going to save the world from Brooke McEldowney. Or get, or get sued by him. <laughs> I hope so. I hope. I'd love to meet him in court. <laughs> Bring it on, Brooke McEldowney. I'll meet you right there. I swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about what a dick you are. And just blow up August 14th, 2020, on a huge piece of foam core and just set it down. Yeah, slap it. This is why we're here. Yes. I'm countersuing you because I feel violated for emotional distress <laughs> and sexual harassment. I mean, yeah. this is like we we can't get away from this. No, I mean we can. We, we, we can. could stop doing it. And we, stop can we can 100 percent get away from this because you have to seek this out on the internet to find it. Yeah. Because yeah, it's because not, it's not in, in the newspaper. It's not, not in, in our Angeles. local. No, no, it's not in the LA newspaper. So you seek this out. So the judge would be like, you could just stop reading it. And we would both have to admit. You're right. <laughs> is, it, is this Andrews McNeil? Do you know? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh-huh. It is yeah. because we know someone who works at Andrews McNeil. Don't don't drag her into this. Don't we don't, know a couple people who work there. Because we're in Kansas guess, City. It's based in Kansas yes. City. You'll put them in peril, Brooke. Why would you want to put our friends in peril? Why not? No, go blind. (laughs) Why not? Why not? No, I didn't say why not. I just said I know. I didn't say why not. I don't. But they, oh. You said, why not? We're all going down. Why not? Burning the whole fucking place down. Kill us all. If I have to go down, the whole world's going down the fucking toilet. If I have to go down doing something that I don't have to do because I could just stop looking at it. Then everyone else has to. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll pick this up next episode. Yeah. Not so much a cliffhanger, just a promise. So- sorry. Sorry. Sorry, America. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. All right. Well. Nine Chickweed Rage is written and produced by Brooke Dillman and Jeff Drake. 
If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, well, first of all, God bless you. And secondly, to all the things that you're supposed to do with podcasts you like, I guess, uh, like, subscribe, review, tell your friends about us. I don't know. Isn't it more than obvious that we don't know what we're doing? 